You're listening to Leading and Learning. This is the place where we talk about practical leadership, theology, fitness, how to create winning habits, and so much more. My name is David Spell, and I'm a retired police officer, a pastor, a New Testament scholar, and a leadership coach. My goal on leading and learning is to help you live your best life. Thanks so much for joining us today. Welcome back to Leading and Learning. This is episode number 265, How Can I Find Peace? Well, I want to talk about this really, really important topic of finding peace. Um, and I'm going to use some scripture. The, the, the context that I want to draw from is John's Gospel, chapters 13 to 16. And if you haven't read that recently, you might want to turn this off and go take a quick read. But in that passage, Jesus was preparing his disciples for his departure. And I get it today. We've got a lot of tribulation. There's a lot of things going on in the world that are crazy and hard to deal with. But imagine if you've been hanging with Jesus, the Son of God, the Messiah, for three years, and now you know, you've seen him do all the incredible things. You've seen him do miracles. You've heard him teach. You've seen him raise people from the dead. And now he's preparing you for his departure. He says he's going to leave. You don't even understand it, but then within just a, a, a few short hours, he's going to be arrested and then crucified and, and ultimately, of course, raised from the dead. But even then, he doesn't stick around. So, so Jesus has taken this opportunity in these three chapters. In fact, this is known as uh, Jesus' public ministry ended in John 12. And now he's, this is his private ministry with his disciples as he prepares them. So he, he talks with them about many things in these chapters trying to kind of give them some last thoughts, some things to hold on to as he's leaving. But one of the last verses here uh, before he moves on to, to prayer is, he says, I have said these things to you. In other words, all the things that we've been talking about, he said, I've said these things to you that in me you may have peace. In the world you'll have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. How encouraging is that for us? While the disciples were unsettled and wondering about what was going to happen next, Jesus said, I've said these things to you that in me you may have peace. In the world you'll have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. And that's John 16, 33. You know, as I said, we live in challenging times. COVID has not gone away. This is being recorded in early 2022, and of course, we're dealing with a new strain, and even though it doesn't seem as serious, a lot of people are getting it, and it just can be a scary time. There's things going on in the economy. There's things going on in society. There's just this sense of being unsettled, kind of like the disciples were. What's going to happen next? This, this sense of, uh, uh, God, where, where are you? What are you doing? Why are we having to deal with all of these crazy things? And you know, there's, there's really, it's almost like a spirit of fear. 
that just hovers over us. It's, it's, it's fear, it's worry, it's anxiety. You know, people dealing with so many things. I've got friends who are looking for jobs, and there's a fear that goes along with that. Am I going to be able to find a job? And I go, am I going to be able to take care of my family? People with health issues. Am I going to, am I going to recover from this? What's going to happen? Um, church issues, relationship is issues, so many things. And isn't it good to know that when the world is screaming that you should be afraid, God's word tells you something else. God, God's Word reminds us over and over again that He is the source of peace and that we can trust, excuse me, we can trust our Heavenly Father. And you know, the verse above, John 16, 33, that we read a couple of times, it said that this, this ver, the verse is one of my favorites because it reminds me when I've got fear, when I've got worry, when I've got anxiety, it prompts me to take the situation to God. And we'll talk more about that in a minute. Um, and you know, believe me, I've, I do that a lot. There's a lot of days I'm constantly having to go to God. I'm constantly having to um, take something that I'm worried about and pray it through, and 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 and, and you know, really make it a matter of prayer. And if I can do it, you can do it. We can all do it together. God's peace is real and powerful, and it can calm whatever storm is going on around us, in us. And, uh, and, and in our society, faith-filled prayer defeats fear every single time. And, you know, one of the questions it's really good to ask ourselves is, how am I doing mentally? How's my mental health? How am I doing? Because, um, you know, really more and more I'm talking as a pastor, I talk to so many people that are just struggling with these things and they just don't realize the, 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 the weight and the, the damage and the pressure that it puts on our minds, that it puts on our souls. Because we can take care of ourselves spiritually. We can take care of ourselves uh, physically, but we also have to take care of our, our minds. We have to take care of our souls. So I'm going to give you some practical thoughts, uh, a few tips that might help you as you are looking for peace in your lives. And trust me, we all need the peace of God. And there's plenty of other types of peace out there, but really the only lasting peace is the peace that comes from our Heavenly Father. Number one, number one, stay connected. Stay connected to God and stay connected to other people. You know, we had that long, long period last year and, and the year before of, of, of self-quarantine where uh, business was closed. Uh, businesses working at people working at home, and um, you know schools closed, and students having to work from home, on, you know digitally, and uh, so many uh, even churches closed down. What a difficult time! And sure, there's digital meetings available, but it's just not the same. And I just encourage you, like never before, stay connected. Maybe. Maybe you haven't gotten back into church yet. You know, you used the COVID virus as an excuse not to get back into church. Look, the exile's over. Get back into church. Get back connected with people who will help you and encourage you and, and, and people that can help you find God's peace. Um, this is a great time to pick up the phone. And, and call someone that you haven't spoken to in a while. 
It's a great time to get into God's Word. We have to stay connected to God. And then, you know, as we as we talked about, you know, let's get back into church. Let's get into small groups and connect groups. And maybe it's a Sunday school class in your church. But whatever it is, let's stay connected. Because not only do we need to be connected to God, we have to be connected to each other. Don't go away. I will be right back. I just want to let you know that this episode of Leading and Learning is brought to you by my book, Miracles in Mark. And Miracles in Mark is not only a book, but there's also a video course that goes along with it. And, uh, you know, these, look, these are great resources. The, the, the book itself has been used in study groups all over, literally all over the world. And it, it, the chapters are short. It takes you through Mark. You study um, either by yourself or with your friends, each and every miracle or supernatural event that takes place in the Gospel of Mark, and we talk about the significance of each one. But if you want to dive a little bit deeper, check out the video course that goes along with this great book. There's, I think, 25 videos, short videos. They're all 10 to 15 minutes long that go along with the book. There's, there's curriculum, there's some quizzes, there's some notes. And this is excellent for you as an individual, but also for your small group. I found that these videos go a long way to kind of jump-starting the discussion. You can play the video, you know, read the passage, and then you've got some great opportunities for discussion. So make sure you check out Miracles in Mark and the video course that goes along with it. Well, all right, we're talking about peace, and we're talking about how do we find peace? How can we find peace? We talked about the, the importance, the need to stay connected. But number two, we want to talk about, and gosh, this is so vital. You've got to feed your faith. Faith is, is, is really kind of the, the antithesis to fear. Because when faith rises up inside of us, it drives fear, it drives anxiety, and it drives worry away. Well, how do you feed your faith? Well, the first thing you got to do is turn off the news. Um, you know, the news exists for one reason, to make money and to keep you watching so that they can keep playing advertising. Um, they want to keep you scared. They want to keep you fearful. That's why so much of the news is negative and, and dealing with negative things. All they're wanting to do is feed your fear. So turn it off. If you've really got to know what's going on in the world, and I love to do this, is, you know, once or twice a day, maybe check in online. There's much less emotion online than, than there is watching it, at least for me. And uh, you'll still have the highlights, and you can move on in your world. But you got to turn off the news. And then, after you, you do that, how else can we, we feed our faith? Well, You've turned it off. Now what do we fill it with? Will you fill your mind and your heart with uplifting content? Think on these things, Paul said in uh, Philippians 4, 8, and 9. He talked about things that are pure, things that are noble, things that are good, things that are just. Think on these things. And obviously God's Word is such a big part of that. Fill your mind with God's Word. When the world says you should be scared, you should be fearful... 
we remind ourselves God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Uh, we remind ourselves that, that without faith, it's impossible to please God. For he who comes to God must believe that he exists and he rewards those who seek him. Hebrews eleven six. So feed your faith. And we talked about staying connected. Well, part of staying connected when we're around great people also feeds our faith. So getting connected, getting back into church, staying in God's Word. Number three, turn your worry into prayer. We hinted at this one earlier. You know, we read the passage from from John 16, but this is from uh, Philippians 4. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank Him for all He has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. You know, it's very easy, again, to drift towards fear, to drift towards worry, to drift towards anxiety. But Paul tells us here, he gives us a trigger that we can use to activate the faith that's inside of us. And you say, well, David, my faith isn't real strong. That's fine. Jesus said it only has to be the size of a mustard seed, but you've got to use what you have. So here's the trigger. He says this, don't worry about anything. Pray about everything. When you feel that first hint of worry coming, turn it around and say, God, I take this and I give it to you. When you feel that anxiety coming, you stop and you say, God, I give this to you in Jesus' name. And if you have to do it again in five minutes, do it again in five minutes. There's sometimes I have to do it all all day long. But what you'll find is that you'll begin to experience God's peace. When you begin to pray and put things into God's hand, um, as Paul says, you pray about everything. Tell God what you need. Thank Him for what He's done. Then you will experience God's peace which exceeds anything you can understand. And he says, listen, this peace will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. You know, this is fascinating because Paul says this while he's in jail. He is in prison. He is being guarded by a Roman soldier. And yet he says that if you'll turn things around and pray and put them into God's hand, that that you'll actually, peace is what's going to be the one that's guarding you. It's going to guard your heart and guard your mind. So this is so powerful. When you feel the worry, when you feel the anxiety, when you feel the fear, let it be the thing that triggers your faith. Turn it around and make it a prayer. All right, well, I'm going to stop there, and we will pick up next week with a couple of more interesting little tidbits that will help you in your quest for peace. Just to recap what we talked about today, stay connected. Stay connected to God and to each other. If you've got out of the habit of connecting, if you've gotten out of the habit of church or small groups or being around other Christians, get back into the habit. You can't do it on your own. Number two, feed your faith. Feed your faith by being around encouraging people. Fill it with uh, uplifting content. Get God's Word inside of you. And then number three, turn your worry into prayer. Turn your worry into prayer. Don't worry about anything. Pray about everything, and God's peace will guard your heart and your mind. 
Well, I'd love to hear from you. You have any questions or comments? Um, just leave a question or comment in the comment section for today's post at davidspell.com. While you're there, make sure you sign up to get my free newsletter so that we can stay in touch. Like I say, friends, we'll be back next week with the, the second part of this episode. I look forward to seeing you then on Leading and Learning. Mm-hmm.